0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: College football is returning to Dublin this summer, yet the Aviva Stadium will host the 2024 Air Lingus College Football Classic. Georgia Tech, Florida State, August 24th. you got to be there. Game tickets available in March 2024. But, and here's the kicker, in the meantime, you can register your interest at collegefootballireland.com. Go to collegefootballireland.com, get exclusive updates, team news, access to the pre-sale so make sure you don't miss out you don't want to miss out because propo is going to be there and if that wasn't enough ben's going to be there as well what a game it's going to be collegefootballisland.com get involved hello welcome to the Nat coom show it is our friday double header edge rush An FFS coming your way. Ben Isaacs propo in the house. Oh, a much calmer affair, frankly, than the last time we were together at Thanksgiving this time last week.
2: Yeah, certainly. I don't have to do the show with Mike Carlson chomping down both a pint and a Philly cheesesteak uh, during the show, which was quite distracting. I don't think there's anything more nerve-wracking than making your picks sitting next to Mike Carlson. Is there anyone more intimidating? Because you know he's just ready there to just completely deconstruct and slate us for whatever we choose.
1: (laughs) Mike Carlson versus mike tomlin making your picks
0: i don't know that's a pretty that's a push isn't it ben isaacs the thing is if you put the if you put the cheesesteak in front of mike carlson Mm. i think then he's going to be more focused on the cheesesteak like yeah right yes he could he could completely dismantle your picks but not like the way that he he dismantled that cheesesteak which was not family viewing the way the yeah. way that he put that away. I don't blame him. They're delicious. But we, you know We
1: didn't we didn't get that on film. We did get a lot of good stuff on film from our night at Passianka Avenue. We are gonna be releasing a, a chunk of film uh, across our different channels, including our brand new YouTube channel. Now, all I know you subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel, right?
2: Of course I do. As, yeah, the youth, you, as a youthful no, member of the team, despite no, not looking like it, I, uh, I, not I, not I not pretty much rely on YouTube answer. most of the time. I do, but the thing is, don't forget, I edit all the videos for YouTube. So I'm not going to go back and necessarily watch the thing I've already edited. Ah, uh, fair.
1: Okay.
0: Ben, have you signed up? Subscribe oh, to our YouTube hell, channel? Hell yeah. I, I mean, that, is,
2: that yeah. is
1: my
0: my kitchen viewing. And mm-hmm. that might sound crazy. But when I am doing stuff in the kitchen, what I want is I want YouTube on and I want fun stuff to watch. And I I put this on. And that my my daughter does say to me, Oh, you're watching yourself on YouTube again. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm I'm watching the Nat Coombs show. If it happens to be that it's me on there, then that's what happens. What but it, it plays it? in it plays in a row. exactly.
1: Here's the thing. We know we've been building the shop for years. We've got a, a big crew of subscribers to our podcast, which is terrific. But our brand new YouTube channel. We haven't come over yet, gang. So so get your finger out and go and subscribe to us. All I'll put the link in the show notes. It's the NC Show. Go and subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're going to be pushing more and more and more. i are going to build and build and build that. All kinds of good stuff there. Phoebe Schechter in the house this week. Some great video with Phoebe on there. Greg Rosenthal was around last week. So all your faves. Go get involved with that. Right. Let's recap on how we did last week. It was a pretty good week, Carl, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, all of our Drew Locks came in, which is a good sign. Titans obviously managed to comfortably cover against the Panthers. That was Ben's. The overhit between the Buccaneers and the Colts, that was mine. And I wouldn't say it was necessarily comfortable that the Jags covered against the Texans, relying on a, do- a singular doink at the end, but uh, oh, it happened.
1: It was I mean, uh, we had a drop touchdown. We yeah, you also had some egregious refereeing
2: that went in the favor of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. And you know that because you covered the okay. game. There was some horrendous <laughs> pass interference calls. Ah, it was all, it's
1: all, all swings and roundabouts. That's so, right. You say, hey, look at this clean sweep from us in terms of our Drew Locks of the Weeks. That moves me to 500. Uh, oh, you're getting into range now, 500. That's your mission, isn't it? Get back to some very credible. Back to
2: an It really was. You're close, but,
1: mate. You're close. You're not far come off. Come on, oh, come on, bud. <laughs> Whereas Betty, 5 and 1.
0: Bloody hell. Yeah. Do yeah, you know t- Talking to Ollie about kind of getting to 500 respectability, it's a bit like a couple of weeks ago where. Uh, where Jimbo Fisher was fired from Texas A&M, where Texas A&M were trying to get bowl eligible. They were trying to just win like five <laughs> or six games, trying to get bowl yeah. eligible when they've had the biggest financial budget. It's oh, like if, yeah. if, if it's like Man City, oh, look, they might get in the Europa Conference if a few things go right for them. That's how I feel like seeing Ollie get so many wrong. Like he's the don at this. He should be. Well, he is he, be. Is but he it's harder or, than it looks.
1: Or is ChatGPT the dog? The ChatGPT win last week.
2: ChatGPT didn't make a pick last week because so it couldn't be present. Right. Obviously, it doesn't drink. ChatGPT refuses ah, to enter bars. It's very straight, we, very straight. We edge.
1: basically forgot to do ChatGPT.
2: Yeah, that's what happened.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, what... If, if you're ever there in a bar, mm. especially one as much fun as Young Avenue, mm. and you're there on ChatGPT, you are doing going to a bar wrong. Yeah. So we <laughs> yeah, could we yeah, couldn't sure. do that.
1: Fair, fair point. Um, and the bloody Vikings jammed up Araka as well. They did jam up hard, Araka. Right? Yeah,
2: that was a that what was, was a the, big old shame.
1: Oh, what was the stat that you and I were chatting about? Something like uh, the Owen. I think that Owen twenty eight when they've held or twenty eight no, whichever round you look at it, we've held the team to no touchdowns. they would be and no. I mean, you couldn't make it up. Textbook, textbook edge rush. Hey, speaking of textbook edge rush, fit Stairs, the blueprint, of course, our partners on edge rush. Go to Fitstairs' website, which the link will be in the show notes as well, uh, for all your all your action, if you are going to take action on the NFL this weekend. We love them. If you've got a prop bet, and Propo's going to have his prop bets a bit later on, that isn't listed, just reach out to their live chat. They'll put it on. They'll we'll give you a price and quote you. and You can get involved with that. Like always, be gamble aware dog be responsible uh 18 plus loving the fit stairs crew rolling through the season with them right let's get down to business i think
2: we should probably start with obviously assuming with ben uh on the show last week in pass whilst watching the packers lead the lions by 10 points try and pick the packers as his, his drew lock of the week i was wondering no. ben text me this morning be like no. can i take dk Metcalf to score three touchdowns as my uh <laughs> drew lock of the week this week
0: that I feel I am being unfairly presented there. All I happened to say was mm. I would have picked the Packers to cover. Uh, I did not expect them to come close to like, I didn't think they were going to blow the Lions out, which what it, how it was mm. When I said that, I just felt it was a good bet to cover because the Lions were atrocious against the Bears somehow won that game. They were atrocious against the Packers. They made it close in the end. It's going to be interesting this week
2: um quickly last night and you know i'm the champion of the uh, people overhype the cowboys way too much when they beat bad teams mm. narrative as much as i know they came away with the victory i think Dak prescott's playing really well but you can't play football like that and expect to be the eagles or the 49ers in san francisco or philly can you
1: it was not perfect <laughs> timing because oh sorry benny i was just going to say perfect timing because yeah. i wrote a little column for Passion on Cavani, which uh sat on their website and it got fired out to their, their database about the big game on sunday which we're doing on TalkSport two of course get that plug in 49ers Eagles maybe uh, hyped up, and was one of the games of the season. And it was establishing why these two are clearly a cut above everyone else in the NFC. And Dallas said are, are the chasing pack, right? And right on cue, <laughs> they deliver a performance that just cements cements that position. Although fair play to Seattle, because I think this was this was textbook. So Will Gavin and I were messaging each other last night about the game because I'd messaged old to say are you taking any action on the on on this game. Ghost me, Benny. Just no, no
2: response. Like, no. Oh, it mean, You meant that. What time did you message me?
1: Like, oh, I don't know. Nine o'clock at night? You probably have Yeah. Bed by yeah. <laughs>
2: what time do I have to wake up in the morning? Oh, that's true. Cool. Yeah, you get up at 2 a.m. That's <laughs> yeah. it. All right.
1: And then Will and I were talking about some of the TalkSport, uh schedule stuff. And I said, what about tonight? Who are you on tonight? And we were both like, absolutely confident that the Cowboys are going to cover. I should, we should screen grab and post the chat on uh on, uh, on the NT Show channels that really, I mean, Seattle, all the hipsters are really over-hyping them, and then there's not a good team. <laughs> and of course, Seattle come out and almost take the Cowboys down. But thankfully, Dallas did get the win. I didn't cover, so I backed the Cowboys to cover. So my week's already started badly.
2: Yeah, It couldn't I, have started I, as bad as last week yeah. for me. The I took the Lions, and then I took the Commanders, pretty much back-to-back on, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. on Thanksgiving, which was a complete and utter nightmare. So my Thanksgiving was, I don't have much to think, give thanks for after that.
0: Yeah, I I I I really thought the Cowboys would would cover last night as well. But you say about them being kind of overhyped and all this. I I feel that it's it's kind of come full circle. Everyone expects the Cowboys to be overhyped if they mm. if they win a certain number of games and I think because of that they're taken a little bit lightly. They're mm. still they're still grinding out these wins and in terms of that that chasing pack, they are they are the best team in that chasing pack. If if it was dallas versus detroit on a neutral field right now i would take dallas for sure and like but the problem is is that gap between dallas and detroit and san francisco and philadelphia looks bigger by the week
2: oh if it was Uh, dallas versus detroit on the neutral field i'm just taking the over yeah that's what i'm doing (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. even if it's 68 i'm taking the over on that that game all right let's get down to business oh by the way um i mentioned phoebe was uh, on the show this week that's out in the vault go check that out and as i say video from that as well on the YouTube channel, including we spoke at the top of the show because it was just after Frank Reich had been fired. Now, most credible NFL shows would have led with that story, obviously. We led with uh, the Broncos halftime entertainment with uh, kids riding sheep uh, the weekend. And uh, in doing so, speculated about other NFL halftime shows involving animals. And I said, I'd like to see Tyreek Hill versus a cheetah. Like I was picturing this, like you know, they both have like kind of glass because you've got to protect Tyreek and and obviously the van as well. So they'd have to have some kind of like glass encased in like a glass tunnel kind of thing, right? So this is, uh, this
0: is a race, not a fight, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a race. I'm yeah, definitely yeah, taking race. the cheetah in
1: that. She, yeah, well, this is it because then Phoebe and I said, Oh, how fast are cheetahs? And we're at 25 miles an hour. And I said, like, Yeah, that's that sound uh, 25, 26. I almost got really cocky and said something like, yeah, 26.9. <laughs> <Right? laughs> anyway, uh, shout out to George, who's got in touch with us on on X. Uh, appreciate it, uh, George. He says, awful cheetah knowledge, Nat. Tyreek Hill is rapid, though. He added something else in there as well, which we cut seven family shows.
0: <laughs> Cheetahs, 65 to 75 miles per hour. No way! I had no idea. I'm sorry, Cheetah family. I had no idea. Ah, uh, I'm Hello, I'm Morgan. I'm getting onto Cheetahfacts.com right now. To try and <laughs> yeah. verify this. I know. well, he seems he, he screen grabbed it. I'm I'm taking
1: Jordan face value. Thank you for that, Jordan. Uh, and keep those coming in at the NC show. If you've got any ideas for halftime animal-related entertainment, I'd like to I'd like to hear it. Propo, Why don't you go first? Do you want to go straight into your your Drew Locke or is there another game you like the look of?
2: No, I think we should um talk about your team, Nat, because it's hmm. a big line. Dolphins going to the commanders and it's one of the more interesting in terms of the money this week. The, yeah. the line is currently at uh, Washington and getting nine and a half points at home against Miami. Obviously, sack Jack Del Rio, which obviously is heartbreaking for Nat. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I think I off think the I've back of that performance of, of, of course, against well. the Cowboys, yeah, people are expecting to be blown out again. Obviously, what's the one thing that Washington can't do? They've conceded more passes of 20 plus yards than any other team in the NFL going up against the Dolphins who just want to get the ball downfield to their incredibly fast receivers. I think a lot of people are seeing this as a matchup that really favours the Miami Dolphins. And you're seeing that in terms of the tickets. So it's a proper pros versus Joe's game. The tickets, Miami, 55% of the tickets. The cash though, 84% of the cash is on Washington. And that's why this number has stayed exactly the same. So a lot of the pros seem to like the Washington Commanders in this game. And it's a a fascinating matchup in that sense because Mm. you're thinking after what we've seen from Washington, in recent weeks how the hell are they going to keep up with the Miami Dolphins but then you look at it the Dolphins didn't cover at home against the Raiders only beating them by seven points would they have covered against the Jets last week if it wasn't for one of the most ridiculous plays we've potentially mm. ever seen in the NFL the Dolphins and of course Dolphins were held to how many points 13 14 points in Germany against the Kansas City Chiefs yeah are people overreacting to what we've seen from Washington in recent weeks and overreacting to what we saw against the New York Jets last week do you think
1: overhyping Miami yeah really interesting I mean the line scares me for sure, nine and a half is a is, is a is a big odd number. Although, as you referenced a few moments ago, when uh when I led over and What are you taking on the Washington Dallas game? You're like, Washington, Washington, and said, sure? sure? Yeah, 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 And there are and I mentioned it because A it was hilarious, but B, B um we there are a lot of parallels with Miami and, and Dallas, right? There are they feel like they are the equivalents in their respective conferences, can beat up mediocre teams can definitely turn on the better than most, but they're flawed and they're fallible. The the Del Rio reaction worries me. You know, mm-hmm. we, I mean Del Rio's definitely, as we speculated a few times when they dealt Chase Young and Montez Sweat, was was in a bar at 2 a.m. in downtown Washington with a whiskey and a beer chaser. Like like uh Bunk and Co in the wire. He was do- he was definitely doing that. And I think I think McVeigh's, um, I think McVeigh, I think Del Rio's been on possibly like a 72-hour bender <laughs> since the since the firing. But I think he is the kind of coordinator where the the, the boys are going to play for him. They're gonna mm. the defense is gonna make a statement. They will he is a definitely a player's coach, right? Del Rio. And I know that it is a diminished defense these days with those, with those deals. But nevertheless, they're still some heavyweights in the mix there and I think they there might be a statement game from the defense let's do it one more time for, for Del Rio so I think it's a dangerous line I, I quite like Washington plus nine.
2: yeah nine. I think on the other side of the ball as well I know he has some inconsistencies this season but we're still looking at Sam Howell he's one of the top passing leaders passing yard leaders in the NFL at this yeah. moment in time he does have the weapons We saw a big game from Curtis Samuel last week Terry yeah. McLaurin obviously is one of the star receivers in the game he's got a good relationship with Logan Thomas as well, the tight end. So I think when you're looking at that, I think that Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders will be able to put up points on the Dolphins, and I think they'll be able to keep this close. And most importantly, the weather's going to be horrendous, apparently. Early weather report, apparently in Washington this week, it's not going to be good weather. So will the Dolphins be able to play this sort of high-speed, high-passing, Weather. Big plays, Tua to uh, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. We're not 100% sure they will be able to. Dolphins are banged up as well. There in report it's huge. There's about 15 players on it at yeah. this moment in time. I just think, as you've already said now, this game kind of set up to be a little bit cager. I, at no point am I ever going to say the Commanders are going to win this because I think two will be clutch. But I think nine and a half is a little bit too much. The only thing I might say is just wait till Sunday because I assume all the public money will just fly in on the Dolphins and this number oh, God, might have 10. Yeah. And with 10 being key number, I'd hold off till then and then oh. back it at the 10.
1: Betty, what are you saying? The Del Rio revenge bowl.
0: I'm, I'm worried about how, in terms of the Washington perspective, I'm worried how the defense is going to react. Jack Del Rio, like you say, is very much a player's coach. They love the guy that I'm, I'm wondering if to a certain extent, they're going to be, they're going to be demoralized. They are, you know, they've, they've lost someone who's a real leader there. And I'm, I'm not saying the commander shouldn't have done it. And I get, I get why they did it, but he's beloved. So, I don't know. I mean, the, the fact that it's not going to be a fast track there in DC really, really plays into the commander's hands. The Dolphins will win, but that line is big, 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 big. Um, the line scares me and I would probably lean commanders if I had to. We are that step
1: closer, despite the disappointing news for, for Jack, that step closer to Del Rio going back to his spiritual home and opening Del Rio's. Very similar to the Bada Bing, I, I see it. That's how I'm going to be picturing it. Oh, uh, I want to record some shows on there if that happens. Oh, definitely. Forget Passy on Sorry, Daniel. We're out. We're <laughs> out. We're we're in. We're in Del Rio's hundred percent. We're gonna get that. We're gonna get that working. So is that your Drew Lock call or are you just a no? That's not my
2: Drew Lock. I'm, I'm having a little think about my Drew. Locke. Okay. Uh,
1: so you know, both know and everyone at home knows, we've got some edge rush commandments, right? Uh, certainly specific to me and Propo. Uh, we don't back Baker anymore. No, we never back against Mike Tomlin. But I'm in a bit of a jam here, and I wonder if I'm allowed ever allowed a pass. You guys can, you guys can legislate for this. I really like the box Bucks- box in this spot this week. I really mm-hmm. do against the Panthers. I know there's the dead coach bounce there as well, yeah. obviously. But this Panthers team, let's call it as it is. It is woeful. And I wrote a column this week for our friends USA Sports about the ridiculously fast, hasty dismissal of Frank Reich. And I don't want to get into that too much because we talked about it a fair bit with, with Thieves. It's one of the worst offensive lines in the game. It's banged up as well. They've got further injuries. They, I mean, I can't see them scoring much at all against this Bucks D that has real bite. I was drilling down. You know, I've been pushing this veteran Bucks D Jack Darrell would be a great defensive coordinator for this Bucks D, by the way. But this veteran Bucks D being disrespected. Oh, you know, I've been harping on about that mm. all season long. And I was looking at the numbers because the Bucks are a fascinating, intriguing team this season. They're, it's a mixed bag statistically, but one of the numbers that really jumped out, which I think the Athletic guys reported in one of their game previews, or it might have been NFL.com, so apologies to attribute this number that came out. But the Bucks have the second best red zone defense in the league this season. The second best. And... <laughs> So even if somehow the, the Panthers get kind of knocking on the door, they're going up against, I, I just can't see the, the, the Panthers keeping up five and a half is the line. Tricky number. I know what, what can I do here? I I'm, i don't think I can take it as a drew lock. Cause I'm going against an NC show edge rush commandment, but rules are made to Baker. be broken.
0: Mm. Rules are made to be broken. Right. Nice. Ben. Now I, I stayed away from this purely because I've got that Baker rule in my head, but I'm 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 with you on this. Now you're right. The Panthers, the Panthers are woeful. Okay, why are they woeful? They're woeful because they've got the thinnest roster in the league. Not simply that Frank Reich is the worst coach in the league because he wasn't. It wasn't working and making the change makes sense. Fine. Ooh, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't change the roster. You know, that's that's yeah. that's, my, that's my issue. My issue is the roster. Like yeah. you know, that the the having that's why the, the, the decision bounds. was bonkers. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there might be a dead cat bounce and who knows, mm. but it doesn't, it doesn't change the trajectory of this team. The next draft and the next round of free agency will affect it, not mm. the firing of Frank Reich. It makes no difference. It doesn't mean that, oh, all of a sudden the offensive line is good. Yeah. None of that makes any difference. This is still a really, really bad team. Mm. It's not necessarily, I mean, I, I actually know a lot of people in, in the Charlotte area who feel that the Panthers are the worst organization in professional sports in America because of the way they churn through head coaches. Maybe, maybe not. But the thing is, with this team, it is so thin, they're going to lose badly most weeks because they're at the start of a rebuild. They're at step one of a rebuild. This this line, forget the fact it's Baker. If it was anyone else, and I do see that on ESPN, they say Baker Mayfield is... 12 24 and one against the spread in his career as a favorite oh, second God. worst re- second worst record of any quarterback <laughs> yeah. as a favorite in the Super Bowl era hey, he's mm-hmm.
1: 112 he's 112 out of that yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: I think I think I mean this is not my this is not my drew lock but I completely support this Nat. I think you are spot on I think this is a comfortable win that five and a half is fine they're gonna they're gonna win by double figures.
2: It's a great matchup as well for Mike Evans. I don't think they've got anyone in that secondary who can match up him in terms of size. And by the way, Mike Evans deserves a lot of credit. He's going to have another 1,000-yard season. He's got nine touchdowns, 850 yards Already this season, my only issue with this game is, and this is what you guys backed the Saints last week on the on the podcast. It's just backing the NFC South is just impossible because yeah, yeah. they just you never have you have no idea what's going to happen week on week with these teams. That's what makes it so, more fun though, all. The no, it does, and I I I, I bet the over with the Bucks last week, and yeah. I very much enjoyed it. But and I actually took the Falcons as well just because I thought that Derek Carr nice. was going to struggle. Because I mean, have you seen it with the Saints and they're going up against the Lions, which is an interesting game as well. Yeah. All the money's coming on the Lions. They're minus four on the road against the Saints. I mean, this—that is the sign that the public, everyone, has completely lost all faith in this Saints team. I've been saying it all week, all year. Sorry, that Dennis Allen, I don't think is a head coach. And also, but there, I have never seen a team move the ball so easily from twenty-yard line to twenty-yard line, but then get to the red zone and just completely and utterly panic. (laughs) the saints are so bad in the red zone like Derek Carr is horrendous when it comes down to it and it is remarkable how bad he is was he always bad in the red zone Carr yeah he's always been bad in the red zone even at the Raiders even now the Saints it's always been his issue he's very good at moving the ball but when it comes down to the red zone he completely and utterly falls
1: yeah yeah yeah. okay so uh, I'm not gonna go against that's why the commandments are there as much as I like Ben's um, Suggestion that rules are there to be broken. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna gamble against. I'd be crazy to, right? No Baker. No against. No versus Tomlin. I'm gonna stay away from it. But you don't have to follow the commandment rules out there, gang. You see what I'm doing here? You can. You can. You're not born. You're not bound to those rules. So you know, if you want to back a bit of bucks minus five and a half, have
0: a bit of fun with that. All right, Benny, your Drew Lock of the week, please. Okay, So I'm going to tell you in a little bit of a roundabout way, because I also want to I also want to plug the YouTube channel once oh, again. Nice, nice, Um, So recently there was a video on the YouTube channel where we were talking about, among other things, uh, Caleb Williams and Will Levis coming out of the draft. And I was saying how I'm, I'm a bit nervous about Will Levis and I gave Drake May. Oh, my God. Sorry. Drake May, I am getting them all mixed up in my head. Well, I'm right, a bit so... nervous
1: about Will Levis too, to be fair. <laughs> <Yeah. so.
0: laughs> I was very nervous about Will Levis, and I'm yeah. kind of I'm pushing I'm pushing them together in my brain. Right. So thank you. Thank you, Ollie, for being rather more awake because you've been up for so long. So the reason the reason I'm the reason I'm nervous about, and you can go back and watch the video, but somebody somebody replied and said about how Ben has got it right on various quarterbacks. So buyer beware on Drake May. And I thought, okay, well, I'm, glad, I'm glad that someone feels that way. And I then had a conversation about previous quarterback drafts with somebody else on, on Twitter. And people, I'm I don't like people jumping to conclusions about the rookie quarterbacks right now. In the same way, I'm not ready to be like, oh, well, look, Bryce Young's a bust. And I pointed out that if you go back a couple of years and we look at those rookie quarterbacks, I was having to listen to people tell me Mac Jones is the best quarterback in that draft, that <laughs> yeah. look what Mac Jones is going to do, and I was saying, no, 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 please, please don't think that. Please understand that right now, the Patriots team he's in is in a better position to win than the team that Justin Fields was in and was barely playing. the Trevor Lawrence and that Trey Lance wasn't even getting to play. Although I've, there are lots of people telling me how Trey Lance was going to be like the second coming, mm-hmm. but Mac Jones, all Mac Jones, all Mac Jones from people who just want to believe what happens right now is the future and that being on a good team doesn't make a difference. And I said, Mac Jones is not a future NFL starter. He was overhyped and he was overdrafted. And now look at the Patriots. Now look at, now look at this guy who was going to be not quite the next Tom Brady, but he was going to be able to game manage the Patriots to sustain success. And the Patriots are an absolute shambles. They can't even decide who should be. The quarterback. Now, the Chargers, they've been, they've you know been what? Shaking. Uh, Ben,
1: just hold hold your beer for a moment. Uh, just really quickly, both of you. Do you think the Patriots killed Mac Jones or do you think Mac Jones was never going to get there? And uh, not as a, oh, he's going to be an elite quarterback, but let's do a kind of Brock Purdy light. Yeah.
2: I think the, I th- think I, the Patriots killed him. I, I, I do as well.
0: I'm not so sure. I don't think he was ever going to be a regular NFL starter. To me, but... he was.
2: Backup that first material. season, he was he managed to get a team to the playoffs. He yeah. was the quarterback in a team that got to the playoffs, right. and he was a okay. game manager, and he still had no weapons, and he had a poor offensive line, right. and a great defense. But how many quarterbacks have we seen have that? I think that first season he was better than I'd say sixteen of the quarterback performances we've seen from starters so far this season. Yeah, that, okay. let really... me
0: right. Let me cover this. Right, so you said you said the right thing. Eventually, you said he was on a team that made the playoffs, right? Because wins and not a quarterback stat, despite the way Mm. that people want to present it, right? Now, it's not that that team was absolutely loaded, but that team was much better put together than the the Jags and the Bears were, who were also starting rookie quarterbacks that season. They were in a much better position, and Bill Belichick as well, right? The thing with Mac Jones was he looked, coming out of college, that this is probably as good as he's going to get. You could probably start him right now, but he looked like he's reached his ceiling, during that final season in college. And then he gets into Mm. the NFL and there's the ceiling. He's banging his head on that ceiling. Mm. That's it. That was as good as it was ever going to get. And, you know, maybe you'd feel like, okay, well, you can game manage your way to the playoffs every year. Yeah, maybe. That Patriots team wasn't even that good, really. They made the playoffs. Yeah, but that was not a good team. And we've now seen the regression of Mac Jones, which I said was going to happen. Like maybe the Patriots, didn't do the best job with him, but I don't think this was someone who was going to be mm. a long-term starter in this league. He okay. can still he can still have a job in this league, but like
1: he's to he's back, done back in backup. Maybe get the odd start and get going forward. You're all right, yeah. so appreciate that feedback. So parlaying that into the Chargers game, you all, all across LA, then
0: yeah, I really am. Even though the Chargers have made me nervous all season, I think this Patriots team is just now completely phoning it in. It is absolute chaos there. I don't think the taking ages to name a quarterback is some sort of plan from Belichick to throw anyone off balance. I think they just don't know, they mm-hmm. are, they are that bad right now. And this is a, this is a team that I think is hoping to get the first pick in the draft, or maybe they'll get second and they'll end up taking Drake may and we'll all find out what that's going to be like. But I, I think, I think the Patriots might be tanking at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think the Chargers are going to cover what's the line five and a half. Five
2: and a half. Yeah. Give me the they've charges. lost back-to-back games, off but only conceded ten points, as Mike said on the Monday show. I think it's the first time since nineteen eighty-one that a Patriots team—they've lost two games, and they've only conceded ten points in those two games. That is absolutely mental.
1: Yeah. Also, the under. You know what, do you know what I'm worried this, about? The under. The under. I like the, the under as well. The under's king of plants and loves that. Do you know what I'm so? One thing I'm slightly worried about with this pick, fellas. What? When we were in Dublin, for the game in the summer. I, I know
0: what you're you going to. Remember
1: say. when we went for a bite to eat at the Smokehouse joint? Yeah. And. Ben was taking the piss Zappy. out of the guy, the Bailey Zappy t- in yeah, Bailey I think this is going to be karmic comeback. I think Zappi is going to go off and destroy Ben's Drew Lock.
0: I mean, the thing is, if I'm if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna have a rare Drew Lock failure, mm. if it's because Bailey Zappy, who is a very who at least was a very fun quarterback in college, if it's because of him just absolutely going off, then so be it. So be it. If it's because if it's because Justin Herbert has a nightmare. Then I'll be annoyed. If it's Bailey Zappi, then fair enough.
1: Here's what I'm going to do. If 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 Bailey Zappi steps up and the Patriots cover and destroy Ben Strowlock, another commandment. I'm going to lock in the third commandment on edge rush will be anytime ben goes against bailey zappy i'm team zappy i'm going <laughs> yeah I'm that's gonna true lock that in I'm i still think that with the
2: commandments is laying five and a half points with charges on the road should probably be against the commandments <laughs> just considering <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah, la yeah. charges it's let's immensely. see all let's
1: right see i love that okay that is ben's drew lock the week ben we got to get chat gpt back in the game so if you could if you because you're quite good pals with chat gpt what game organized chat gpt to pick let's do the
2: titans colts because that's a pick
1: oh okay perfect all right titans colts ben if, if you could do the honors there I'm going to go for my Drew Lock, not not with the the Bucks for reasons we've outlined. I'm going to go with the Rams.
2: Interesting, going now, against Joe Flacco
1: scores Joe a safe touchdown again. Yeah. yeah, Joe Flacco. I thought all your Americanish faithful still hanging on. Um, okay, so many different narratives here, right? It's the John Johnson revenge ball. <laughs> Johnson is going to going to go off. Look, the Browns D clearly a great unit. They gave up a lot of yards on the ground to Denver last week. And I think that Kyron Williams feels like a player right now, back fresh, revitalized. And there are a number of these players in this. This Rams team really intrigues me. You know, they've got just, they shouldn't be anywhere near contention, but
2: they they kind of are, right? Garrett's
1: hurt. And that's obviously not
2: like... That's uh, the biggest thing for me in this game. Yeah.
1: Garrett's hurt, but it's not like me or you proper being hurt when we're playing five-a-side and like moaning, oh, may I did my ankle, oh, my finger, I think i broken my finger. <laughs> like, no, it's Garrett's
2: true, he's got a bum arm shoulder. Be hanging
1: off and he will still be better than 90% of defensive players in the NFL. But also, the other thing that was interesting, Aaron Donald had a game against the Cardinals. He didn't register a tackle. Donald's going to just be fired up. Flacco, I mean, Flacco is maybe if he if he starts, and I can see this suddenly going horribly wrong. If um, uh, if um Thompson Robertson gets through concussion protocol, but assuming Flacco starts, is he the most immobile quarterback in the league? He must be, right? I mean, he was never a mobile anyway. And no, he's my age, so he's gotta be. So, uh, for all of those reasons, I like the Rams. I really like the Rams. for stop. The season. Mike and I were talking about the revitalized Sean. McVay. I love what he's doing with a limited amount of talent, but he's young team and he's making it work three and a half. a little bit worried about that line, but I'm going to go with them anyway. So that is my Drew Lock of the Week, the
2: LA Rams. Yeah, my only concern with this game is that I think the bookies are laying a little bit of a trap just in terms of the fact that the line only moved by a point with the announcement that Flacco is going to play. And considering you only came in, what, a week ago, you would expect the line to move a little bit more than that. I think the fact they haven't moved this line further up, despite the majority of the money, majority of the tickets all coming in on LA makes me think that they might see this game landing at three. In terms of my Drew Lock... yeah. It's funny because it's like the number. I'm mean, obviously you know I always love playing the number, and there are two numbers now which have shifted overnight, which have affected my change. I was genuinely going to go with the San Francisco 49ers at minus two and a half as my Drew Lock of the Week. Mm. I just think then above anything else, like I completely understand it. This goes against everything that I usually believe in. Like the Philadelphia Eagles, a 10 and one team at home, laying three points. As an underdog, you would expect that would be all over that. Considering what they've what they've shown so far this season, their ability yeah. to win games, but they have in the history of the NFL the second worst point differential of any ten and one team. I think they've been doing the exact opposite to what they've been doing in previous season in last season, which was just blowing teams out. They're just winning games. They're winning games the hard way because Jalen Hurts has become incredibly clutch this season. Obviously, they have the right playmakers to make the plays at the right time. But I just think this is completely situational. I think you're getting a Philadelphia Eagles off a huge emotional win against the Buffalo Bills and in an in a, in a absolute slugfest in the rain... Absolutely, you won't get a more tiring, more emotionally draining game than what they had against the Buffalo Bills. And that was obviously on Sunday night. The San Francisco 49ers are the healthiest they've been all season long. They haven't lost a game with Debo Samuel and Trent Williams playing. And I think they've won pretty much, I think it's like an average of like 11 points they've won those games by when those two are playing. They're a completely different team. Purdy is purring. And it. I think that just in terms of the situation, this could be very different if these two meet yeah, in the NFC Championship game. But I think right now, considering the situation, considering how the 49ers go into this game, Game, I think that they have the capability to go into Philadelphia or into that hostile environment and cover this number. The yeah. only thing obviously that is is the atmosphere, it is obviously the capability of the Eagles to, to, to stay in games like this. But I just think with the amount of talent that 49ers have, and the fact that they're so healthy at this moment in time, I think the 49ers are set up to to have a big game going against the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles, as we said, they're 10 and one. They're going to have to lose some games. That being said, it has moved out to three. So that does make me a little bit more concerned. But at the same time, on the other side, Denver Broncos at Houston Texans. I'm not necessarily buying into this Denver Broncos revitalization. Yes, I think Pat Satane's having an incredible season and the defense has been impressive. I still don't think they can stop the run very well. And I think the Houston Texans played pretty well against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm still in love with CJ Stroud. And the season he's having and i like it it's dropped from three and a half to three this morning and waking up to that and i quite like it at three so i think what i'll do is i'll stick with the san francisco 49ers at this moment in time as my drew lock of the week because i do just think the situation is set up perfectly for the 49ers to go in and win this game but i do also like the houston texans to cover against the broncos this week
1: there's an 80 percent chance of rain i looking at the and this is we're recording this friday right so still but it's quite warm though looking at it for for philly so, I don't, and it's hard to tell from this forecast that we're talking about. Like, it doesn't, it looks, it looks like it's a kind of heavy rain symbol, but mm-hmm.
2: the thing is, as well, like Philly, like it's obviously a completely different game if Lane Johnson starts, but they're going to be without Fletcher Cox. He's banged up. Like, the Philadelphia Eagles are probably as banged up as they've been all season long, yeah. And the 49ers yeah. been as healthy as they've been all season long. It's, it's an interesting one. And the majority of the money, the majority of the tickets are on San Francisco 49ers. Mm. I don't usually like it when a team goes from an underdog to a favorite, but that's basically what's happened this week. Am I talking myself out of the 49ers? I'll be back in the 49ers. One hundred percent this week for sure. I think they will win, but I do also like the Houston Texans to cover against the Broncos. The Eagles okay. must feel Ooh, okay. so
0: disrespected,
2: yeah, like to you know, dogs at home. You mean?
0: Yeah, and you know, ESPN says it's only the second time that a team of ten and one or better has been a regular season home underdog with their starting quarterback. The like, this is rare. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is. rare. This is rare. They've covered the spread more than any other team so far this season. And considering they're off the back of losing in the Super Bowl, that is remarkable. I don't think there's ever a team that has ever lost the Super Bowl and then covered the spread more than any other team in the league so far this season. So obviously betting against them is brave, but Mm. it just feels like this spot feels like the wrong one for them. This game is coming at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fully set up for the 49ers potentially to come away with the victory this time, but then the Eagles to utilize that as a revenge game when they inevitably meet in the playoffs.
1: Championship. Yeah. All right. Love that propo. That is propo's Drew Lock of the Week. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna have Chat GPT's Drew Lock of the Week. The most important one out of the four of us, frankly. Propos Prop Bets, and then Ben is gonna pick our FFS show team of the week. And don't forget the small matter of the money line as well. It's all coming your way here on FitStairs Edge Rush. All right, welcome back to FitStair's Edge Rush. Remember. If you're going to have any action on the NFL this weekend, do it with our partners, FitStairs. You can head on over to the FitStairs website. If you want to request a prop bet, and PropO's about to wheel out his prop bets, that isn't listed on the site. Just ask them. Live chat, they'll take care of that. Use the link in our show notes. Go get involved. Be responsible, of course. gamblerware.org is a website if you're worried about that uh, at all. All right. Oh, how did the prop bets go last week?
2: Uh, the prop bets were I think I went one and two, so it wasn't an ideal okay. week, but still nonetheless. Uh definitely in the green for this season long. Had a good mm-hmm. night last night as well, which obviously is my Ben Isaac's coming of the week because it doesn't matter because nice. I didn't really say it on the podcast. Really, yeah, but uh yeah, so this week I'm going with I'm going against my Bengals. Weirdly, I think people are still overgrading this Bengals defense. We're struggling. We've had more big plays against us than I've seen over like the last three seasons Mm. and I think that's set up perfectly for this Jacksonville Jaguars team going up against us on Monday night football and you know what I say Nat when the lights are bright the stars will shine we saw that with DK Metcalf last night we saw that with CD Lamb last night as well for the Dallas Cowboys but I like Travis Etienne he's had an incredible season so far but I like him to go over 67 and a half rushing yards our rushing defense just hasn't been the same so far this season and I think the Jags have actually been incredibly impressive Etienne's been incredibly impressive this season so I can see him breaking out some Big run. So I like him over 67 and a half rushing yards. I've just mentioned the reason why I like the 49ers to beat the Eagles in that game on Sunday. I like Brandon Ayuk to have a big game. I mean, the fact that they have Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, all healthy just feels incredibly unfair. Ayuk, they don't deserve to have a top five receiver. I mean, it's just insane how much talent this 49ers team has on offense. Right mm-hmm. now, just quickly, boys, favorites for the Super Bowl, do you think? Well, San Francisco. Yeah. They're the only ones to me who seem to not be a fit. Like the Chiefs, there's doubts around them. The oh, yeah. Ravens, I think without Mark Andrews, I think that's a huge loss in terms of when they are going deep in the playoffs and they're going up against the top teams. And then you've got the likes of Miami, not necessarily being that impressive when going up against big teams. The Eagles are banged up, not necessarily looking that impressive on offense, especially in first halves. Do you th- I just think that the 49ers seem to be that team who are hitting the form at the right time, similar to how they did it last season, but then obviously they went into an NFC championship game and didn't actually have a quarterback.
1: Yeah, right. I know I've been on the Brock Purdy train and I won't get off it, but if we're assuming the things about this Kansas City team that really, really impressed the defense and we know all season long, the defense has been, oh, it's not like Kansas City, the defense, but it's the way they adjusted even, even last week, right? The way Spags adjusted it in that second mm-hmm. half. He's a master at that. He's a master at doing that as seasons go on. So I think this defense is going to get providing it stays healthy, better and better. And it looks like the offense is going to, click more and more and more we know andy reed is going to be able to do that in the playoffs too it looks like i mean i love pacheco Let's more i see of pacheco and um hmm. that you know you're watching the chiefs like the fly on the wall chief stock as well on on sky sports pacheco is just uh absolute nutter i sorry, i really like him as a side but rashi rice as we talked about with our mike on monday feels like he is stepping up it feels like things are coming together offensively increasingly so fast forward to the super bowl vegas Could be a rerun all of when we were in Miami a few years back. And this time around, are we going to see another Brock Purdy does a Jimmy Garoppolo? Or to flip it, it's Mahomes that's the X Factor at the crucial time, which we've seen in a number Mm -hmm. of Super Bowls, of course, over the years. That's so close all through the regular season. Good work in the playoffs. But when it comes to clutch, 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 you need a player like Breeze. You need a player like uh, Aaron Rodgers, a player like Patrick Mahomes, an elite quarterback, and it will come back to is Purdy able to do that. So, yeah, I like him in the NFC. i still leaning on the Chiefs to win the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of the same, although I would say with Aaron Rodgers, I always think of him as one of the best regular season quarterbacks of all time, seeing as he only ever got to the one Super Bowl, which is quite remarkable considering how good he was. Mm. I, I always, I mean, right now, if you told me that the Super Bowl winner would be either Kansas City, San Francisco, or Philadelphia, I'd be like, well, yeah, duh. I yeah. can't see it I can't see a team right now Ravens? outside those three I just think they're just a step below those those three mm. that's that's and you know like you say about Mark Andrews so for me I give the very slight edge to the Chiefs because of Mahomes and you know you can say everything you want about elite quarterbacks and to me I would define the elite quarterback as someone who if you put them on a bad team that team would instantly be much better than they are. Like if you put Patrick Mahomes on that Panthers team, I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but that team is going to win games, right? That's the difference. And with Jalen Hurts and, and Brock Purdy, if you put them on the Panthers, I don't know how many games they'd win, Mm. especially Brock Purdy, but Patrick Mahomes, he would. Imagine Mahomes is the best quarterback in the game. And if I had to give an edge, that's why I'm going to do it, which feels really trite and basic. But at the moment, those three teams, I, I can't, I can't realistically pick one without just defaulting it's not to It's not
1: trite and basic at all. You know, we, we, we've talked about it a lot on the show. Like it is, I've, we see, I've seen it firsthand in Super Bowls, Jared Goff and that ramp. He's you know a good player, but he's just not, or at least wasn't able in that moment. Garoppolo was the same. Where is my homes and these top, top players. So, yeah, I, I think it, it. It's logical that it comes down. It's fine margin games against two really good teams. Yeah, it's going to come down to to the and this. God, this goes back to the age old Eli Hall of Fame argument. That I and kind of brought up once again a few weeks ago, but that's why I think he's all of famer because in, in moments like that he is clutch and he's won championships
0: as a result of is, that. So is Eli Manning the anti Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Eli Manning, I trust him completely in the postseason, not in the regular season. And Mm. Aaron Rodgers, the other way around. And not because of Aaron Rodgers, like, oh, mentally, he looked like he was feeling the pressure. Mm. It just didn't ever really happen for him, apart from one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eli Manning, I don't know where it came from,
2: you know? Wild card yeah. in all of this, yeah. by
1: the way, is the Ravens, just seeing as you asked. I think the Ravens could be a really, really interesting proposition. In- yeah,
2: that's what I said. That's what I was surprised yeah. about. I think that I think those are the four, personally, yeah. in my opinion. I think it's Philly, San Francisco, Ravens, and the Chiefs. Uh, speaking of the Jets, Desmond Ritter over zero and a half interceptions, I like going up against the Jets. Mm. I think this secondary, I think this game, realistically, if the Jets lose their seasons over, Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back. But I think the fact that they'll see Aaron Rodgers, they'll see those social media clips, thing throwing spirals, everyone will get overexcited about the potential of him coming Back. and i think this defense which we know is elite will take advantage of desmond ridder yes he had a good game last week against the saints but i think this jets defense is a very very different prospect speaking of that game i actually quite like the jets to cover that even if it is tim boyle going up against the falcons just because i think this defense should be able to cause ridder and Arthur smith all kinds <laughs> What's of problems the line uh it's plus two and a half
1: okay um were these spirals you were referring to from Aaron Rodgers as good as the spirals you were throwing to Kevin Durant at the uh, Super Bowl?
2: No, they weren't. Of course, they weren't. It's good. They were very similar, actually. I think Aaron Rodgers might have seen them, and I think they actually learned everything that, from me. I, I taught Aaron. You got on
1: t- Tell me, someone recorded it, filmed it. No, of course, no one recorded it. it will probably oh. be
2: on. There's probably CCTV in Arizona's convention CCTV. center where, where it happened. But we I should think look it
1: up. I, I want to add it to our YouTube channel. it yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. the> will <wrong laughs> oh, so be more
2: of the smugness on my face, which would be funny afterwards. Mm. There's
0: probably a lot of CCTV of ollie on that trip but, yeah, yeah, fair. but uh, i don't know if the i don't know if the uh the spirals are the uh are the most eye-catching
2: but wait no. a minute was it for durant's documentary series no 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 no. Oh. it won't be on that it was it's, doing, it's, doing, it's doing kevin durant's podcast so this is podcast team
1: oh but so it might be on like we need to do a bit of deep dive i'm gonna i'm gonna speak to seb and our social team seb will try and unearth it <laughs> that would be
2: unbelievable if it's uh, anywhere i mean if anyone's going to unearth it, it'll be me because i would absolutely love yeah. to see it yeah, yeah. Okay, very we'll quickly, I'll case. just add to that while we're on the Falcons Jets game. The Peterman parlay this week, Fitzstares uh, has been very nice to me to try and help me out and let me buy a couple of points for each game. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the Jets at the Falcons. Obviously, the point of the Peterman parlay is it's got to be ugly. Um, Jets at home to the Falcons plus three and a half outdoors I don't like Desmond Ritter I've already said I like him to throw an interception so I'll take the Jets plus three and a half I'll combine that with the Houston Texans minus two and a half against the Denver Broncos as I've already mentioned and I will put in as well going against despite the fact that I do love the Kansas City Chiefs and I'm obviously a big fan of backing Patrick Mahomes I'm going to buy a point point of a Green Bay plus seven and a half. I'm buying into this Green Bay Packers. I think they're being slightly underestimated after what we saw last week going up against the Lions. I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, but I think the Packers will be able to keep it close. Jared Alexander's coming back for them, so I think he'll be able to cause some problems for Rasheed Rice. Don't think that necessarily the Chiefs have as much uh, fun on offense as they did against the Raiders, who sat off them and I thought actually played the game pretty poorly, considering they had a 14 nothing lead against them, but that's seemingly what happens every time the Kansas City Chiefs play a divisional game. So I like that one as well. So it's Packers plus seven and a half, Texans minus two and a half, and Jets plus three and a half for the Peterman Parley.
1: Love it. Okay, that's the Peterman Parley. Let's do our Edge Rush, Moneyline, Acker. three teams straight up. All right. So I think.
0: But we gonna, do that. Do you want ChatGPT? We're Chat going to end on that. We're going to okay, head. Okay, okay, okay. Call your ChatGPT Jets, but I cannot wait. The for conversation that. between me and ChatGPT is going on and they, they know we're recording right now and they're excited. Well, okay. So what are we going to put
1: in here? Are we going to say, how do we feel about. The Lions,
2: the Chargers, and the Finns. I just, the, the Lions scares me a little bit. I just feel like the Lions either cover that game and the Saints revert back to what we saw last week, or the Saints actually just turn up for once and exploit this Lions defense, which clearly is struggling. I just find it, despite all the fact that all the money is going on Detroit, all the tickets are going on Detroit. They're on the road in New Orleans, and as it, much as it's All in the right. Dome. I, I prefer the over in that game, okay. if I'm being what about completely the, honest. The Chief,
1: take them out, and put the Chiefs in. So we go Chiefs, Dolphins, Chargers.
2: I would rather the Jags, personally. I can't Jags? see the Bengals beating the Jags in Jacksonville on Monday Night Football. Jake Browning, yeah, he was uh, not very impressive. Okay,
0: that gets us to evens, basically. Okay, we'll do that. We're happy with that, Benny. You good with that? No, I, I, I like that a lot. That, that okay. I, I'm very confident on the Jags winning that one.
2: Jags, so it's the Finns Jags, Chargers. the Dolphins, and the Chargers. Yeah. Cool. Love it.
0: All right.
1: Now, last but by no means least, drummer, please, ChatGPT. What kind of mood is ChatGPT in, Ben?
0: Oh, I mean, pretty, pretty frisky, I think. Okay. Um, okay. although, uh, some worrying signs that I'll explain to you as uh, as I tell you about their prediction. But yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So ChatGPT is three and two as it stands on the season. Three and okay, two, so
0: chat. Okay, so better than me and you are. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they
2: have predicted
0: Titans twenty-eight, Colts twenty-four. Give it a score how'd you get yeah. this out chat GPT? okay yeah right. so I, I agree i agree with chat gbt so 24 I, as yeah. a score you? yeah I, I like it i wanted to know um who the key performers in the game would be and yeah. they said that um, they said that the cult quarterback just said cult quarterback mm. um would Intrigued. complete sixty-five percent of their passes for two hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns, <laughs> and for the Titans, their yeah. quarterback seventy percent of the passes for three hundred yards and three touchdowns. And wow. I and I said, um, "Can you tell me who the starting quarterbacks are?" Yeah, and they said Carson Wentz and Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. So I feel that they've maybe taken an eye off the ball a little bit. Yeah, but
1: ask am off
0: You know, we
1: you feel you're taking your eye off the ball. You again, or how do you feel about that? Let's see. Okay. I, although I can't, I, I <laughs> necessarily damage Ben's relationship. With no,
0: that. I think it's. I think we've got a sort of relationship where I think mm. me and ChatGPT. Constructive we can, criticism. Exactly, exactly, and you know, it's ChatGPT. It's not. It's not human, but it is super intelligent, and it's got emotional mm. intelligence. I hope. Like Carlson. Right, okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. What's his, what's he saying? but I was oh, I'm still <laughs>
0: typing. Wait there, wait there. Um, and then, and then I can give you my big, uh, College predictions as well. Oh, yeah, we got to, we gotta we're rattle
1: on, actually. I'm yeah, actually quickly, I'll just give my take on Colts
2: Titans while Ben's doing yeah, yeah, that. I think that then, I actually like think the Titans with. would be able to cover at plus one. Um, hopefully, maybe I know it's plus one's basically a pick'em at this point, but I actually think the Titans, I'm not sure I back Gardner Minshew in in an outside arena in Tennessee. Tennessee also, every game played in Nashville so far this season, they're four and oh, and they've lost every single game away. So mm-hmm. every time they're at home, I also think the Colts, without Grover Stewart, are nowhere near as good at stopping the run so I think Derrick Henry after his good performance last week it's December it's Derek Henry time you know it's Derrick Henry December so I like the Titans to beat the Colts
0: Ooh, okay. I, think it, I think it's weird that they played so few home games mm. at, yeah. this, at this point of the season <laughs> like what happened there so chat GPT has told me i don't have feelings or emotions i I thought that was ollie i don't have feelings or emotions so i don't experience things in the same way humans do however if there's any concern about my responses or if you feel that i might have missed something or misunderstood a question please let me know i feel a bit passive aggressive i'm here to i'm here to provide information and assistance to the best of my ability feel free to ask any specific questions or clarify any points you'd like to discuss exclamation
2: mark i don't Ooh, know how okay. to take
1: that exclamation mark a bit intense i think the whole thing's a bit intense back off now just write I'm, I'm just smiley face
2: emoji <laughs> just do yeah, so drink drink tonight yeah
1: <laughs> just write lol <laughs> okay um i don't really don't want to antagonize chat gpt because fast forward seven years <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be the firing line all right so uh that is edge rush locked and loaded now our draft kings team of the week remember with our DraftKings listener league, uh, the way to enter that, incidentally, is links are all on in the show notes for this episode. Or if you head on over to our social channels, you'll see Seb will have posted uh, links to it as well. If you haven't got a DraftKings account, just go to DraftKings.co.uk and just type in NC Show, and you'll get be taken to our league when you when you sign up for it. Free to enter contest, all uh, the high roller five. Five dollars to enter contest if you want to play with the big guns like Propo. The uh, prizes provided by DraftKings, of course, but also by our friends USA Sports. So there's a specific contest for USA Sports. You can win merch uh, from our friends at USA Sports. So that's always a popular one. Big shout out to DraftKings for their 3K prize funds for both Thanksgiving and then Sunday as well. A lot of you got involved with that. It was great to see. Uh, And any money we make on the show through DraftKings, which is a little bit this season, goes to our show charity at Troy Shelter, which we top up with all of the Natisms and other things uh, that roll on through the season. So with all that in mind, Ben is picking this week's show team. You can go head to head with Ben uh, and our official show team in our listener leagues. Benny, take it away.
0: So I have been impressed by what the Broncos have been doing in recent weeks. I don't, I'm not on the hype train, but I've gone with Russell Wilson Mm -hmm. against Houston. He was 5,700 for the running backs. Christian McCaffrey, I think the, the game is set up for Christian McCaffrey to get a lot of action. He's expensive at 9,000, but I think he's going to be a real points machine against the Eagles. I've gone with Zach Moss for the Colts, in part because I, I'm, I'm... Running I'm, out of money. I'm, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure if I asked ChatGPT, um, they would tell me that the starting quarterback, starting running back is probably Marshall Falk, so I'm We've not going to bother them. We've
2: got to get ChatGPT to pick our show team. Yeah. How much is that, Moss? Just a quick question, Ben.
0: Four, six. Four, uh, six. Um, yeah 4-6 see that's actually uh, a very
2: smart play because obviously Jonathan Taylor's out the only issue yeah. is the Titans well, run yeah. D is very good but at the same time I think that's pretty quite a smart play considering the price well yeah
0: it, it felt like the for that price and the amount of carries he should get it yeah. felt sensible because they're probably not going to be chasing the
1: game I take Oll's point about Henry going off and the Titans well, I like it the pick but it's not it's like they're going to be
0: two scores down and having to air no. it out like I, I like no, that a lot no. yeah yeah um another another cheap one was marquise brown at five at two he's listed as questionable i'm gonna keep my fingers crossed but keep an eye on that one uh debo samuel because i think the 49ers are gonna are gonna beat the eagles he's six two i've gone That's for garrett unbelievable. W- Why is debo only six two well i think i think i mean i guess it's the eagles you know yeah, i mean yeah i guess um i've gone i've gone garrett wilson um as well um i mean yep. i'm not I'm not totally confident that. on that one, but he seems like a good price. I've got David Njoku uh, Ooh, like for Cleveland that. against the Rams. I really like that one as well. He's four-one.
2: Joe Flacco.
0: Um, and don't then flackle. I was rolling the dice. I put Amari Cooper. I'm clearly expecting the Browns to be really airing it out. I've got Amari Cooper in my flex. And then for the defense, I've gone for the Falcons because I don't fully trust this Jets offense. Funnily enough, um, really with what they're putting what what they're putting out. So. Uh, that's my team. Love that's, it. I've that's just the been winning
1: team. Punching it in, Ben, as you've been talking. You know what? I feel good about this team. I'm going to enter into the High Roller League. Yes. There we this go. This is it. It is in. Shelter. I'm going to yeah. help you. You are there, Benny. Uh, we are. That is in. Thank you for that. Go get involved with that as well uh, and play along against us. I'll make sure I enter it into all. Oh, there are three different contests, right? Two free to play ones. Um, and of course, our USA Sports uh, sorry, well, the USA Sports much giveaway is free to play and a, a DraftKings free to play, and the five dollar special as well. We have gone in with all the high rollers, all the big whales like Propo into that one. So, okay, that is our DraftKings Listener League team of the week. That's pretty much all she wrote, apart from special surprise, which Ben kind of tipped his hand to a little bit just a moment ago, as it is an Edge Rush FFS double, and Ben is in the house. Some bonus college picks for you, courtesy of of our college whiz Ben Isaacs. Take it away, Ben.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm so excited. I just, I, I can't keep it to myself, and I'm really pleased that uh, the the games are on on Sky right now. So there's a lot of conference championships this weekend. There's a lot of conferences. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna look at a few of them. Oklahoma State against Texas in the Big 12 championship. Texas are leaving the Big 12 at the end of this, so the Big 12 mm. would really like it if Texas lose. They're a 10-point favorite against Oklahoma State. I think they're going to cover. I think I think Texas are going to absolutely batter Oklahoma State. Texas, with a win, could still make the playoff if other results go their way. So they're going to be well up for this. Oklahoma State, I don't really rate them that highly. Um, Georgia against Alabama. This one isn't on TV over here, but this is probably the the biggest game of the week. Alabama not on TV because it's on CBS and oh, Sky have okay. a deal with ESPN. Okay. Um. So yeah, the SEC game of the week is is a CBS game, which mm. means we've we've been missing out on that, unfortunately. Mm. I'm really intrigued by this one. Um. Georgia is a five point five point favorite. I think Alabama are going to run them really close. I I like Alabama to cover this, but Georgia to win. Um. Georgia. Haven't really been tested that much. Alabama have beaten some really high-ranking teams. They don't have the talent of Georgia. Georgia's definitely got the best roster. So I'm going with Alabama to cover um, SMU against Tulane, which is on which is on Sky. I'm really excited about this. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Tulane are ranked number twenty-two. SMU are not ranked, but a three-point-five point favorite. A lot of people, a lot of people are saying SMU are going to are going to cover. They're gonna they're gonna win. I think I think Tulane. The way they've been grinding out these results, SMU have got some got some key injuries. I think I think Tulane are going to cover SMU. Maybe they'll sneak it, but Tulane to cover, I like. And then the game I'm um, the game I've, I've been trying to stay away from is Michigan. Michigan Iowa. Now bear in mind this is a conference championship game, the Big mm-hmm. Ten, one of the two strongest conferences. What do you reckon the spread is? So Michigan a favorite. What do you think the spread is? I reckon What's Michigan.
1: 17-point favourites.
2: 22 and a half.
0: 21
1: and a half. Ooh, a prop. Oh, propo, Almost got that. I've so never seen proper close. concentrate so much, by the way, the last yeah. two minutes.
0: you definitely get out and be all across this action. That line terrifies because the Iowa defence is really good. There is no chance Iowa can win this game. I'm telling you now, absolutely no chance. And, there's and no Michigan point a bit bet. like Dallas, where they just get bet up uh, by the public because it's Michigan. No, no I, think, I think it's just that Iowa can't score any points. Mm. Iowa have scored... They've got one of the worst offenses in all of college football. And yet here they are in the conference championship game because of the way that their divisions work. Mm-hmm. They're going to get annihilated. I mean, I could imagine Iowa being shut out. I just don't like that line. Michigan are going to win, but I think Iowa can cover that, cover that spread. And then Love the that. one I'm the one I'm in most interested in because it's Florida State, And we're all looking forward to seeing Florida state in Dublin, the college football classic with airling. They're us. our team now.
1: We are officially Florida they,
0: state ex- fans. Exactly. Now, they need to win to probably cement their place in the playoff. However, the fact that the fact that they've lost such a key player and it's 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 gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough one. They're 2.5 point favorites against Louisville. Louisville lost surprisingly against Kentucky last week. Florida State beat they beat Florida, but they it was a real grind, and they didn't look great doing it, but they did it. I think Florida State are going to cover. I think they're going to win this game reasonably easily. It's 2.5. I think they could win by double digits. I don't rate Louisville in terms of the way that they match up with Florida State, even without Jordan Travis. I think Florida State are going to the playoff, and I don't know what will happen after that, but I'm hoping that in Dublin we see a team, at the very least... That made the playoff. playoff Four-team playoff. It's a big deal getting in the playoff, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah love I love that, Ben. Uh, I do have to make a quick confession. The reason why I was so close to that spread is because I did see it on oh, Action Network. Jesus. But I just wanted to say something because not only did I see that on Action Network when I was checking where the money and the tickets are going for this podcast, I did also see. I was looking at they had their Premier League odds, and it's a completely American website, so they only have yeah. American bookies on there. But yeah. I saw it, and I was like, I was looking down, and they had their Premier League stuff there, and they were like, and I was like, Chelsea versus Albion. They label Brighton as Albion. like, And I thought that was one of the most revolting things <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. That's like us when the Washington, were called the Washington football team, just listing them as team. Team. Yeah, teams going up against the Dolphins this week. Like, how can you just call Brighton out? Al- Brighton, Albion? Like, that's literally, Brighton and Hove is the two places this team's a part of, and you call them the only thing that they're not, which is just Albion.
1: Hey, do you know what? You know, it was the uh, Spotify do this thing every year where they have this thing called Wrapped, and it shows you, like... That home. is
2: the oldest you've ever sounded now. What do you mean? Just like, <laughs> like Spotify Wrapped is like one of the probably like just be like trending on Twitter for the past two days. Yeah, yeah I try, know. I think pretty everyone, even Alan Brazil, who I was working with this morning, was one of the biggest dinosaurs in broadcasting, <laughs> what knows what Spotify said, you Wrapped. Know what,
1: okay, well, you know what one of our Maybe not everybody does. So with the on the podcast side, we have a creators account, and they show you uh, loads of analytics about the about the uh, about the show. Which, by the way, without puffing our chest out, it's fantastic. Our Spotify uh, following has grown. Uh, significantly this year, which is great to see and loving that. love all of you who are listening to us right now on Spotify. Thank you for supporting us uh, and uh, appreciate all our new listeners. But I mentioned it because uh, in doing so, it also shows you like where your show's downloaded, right? And the UK and Ireland, that's the one too. Germany, but America is one of our top five download destinations, right? So uh, I want to hear from our American fans a little bit more. So if you're listening to us right now in the States or you're from the States and that's where you subscribe to us from, Reach out to the show at the NC show. Uh, get get in touch. We want to hear from you. Whereabouts in the states you listen to us from? We will read out uh over. And if you want to go even better, you can leave us a review on on Spotify. Leave us a review with copy on uh, on Apple Pod on Spotify as well. You can notice that there are these questions we can ask every week. And sometimes we kind of play around and ask them and you can leave comments on there
0: as well. So get in touch with us. Let us know where you're from. If you listen to us in the States, right. Great work. I just want to say, I, I want to say now, on this, on the subject of the Spotify, right? I I want to see people should be take, sending us screenshots of if yeah. they've got this show in their top five podcasts, Oh yeah, they should send us screenshots and maybe we need to create a special listener hall of fame. Oh, love and that. If you, if you've got it in your top five for the year, you're in that hall of fame. I love you, it. Okay. That's a great shot. You
2: get a Christmas card from Ben. The Hall of Fame. Oh, what's oh, not up? It just has
1: Ben's face on it. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas card it. from ChatGPT. I know I saw because I saw the, the stats. There were there were quite a lot of you out there that were in the which is which is flattering. We're in the top five. So yeah, you know who you are. Get in touch with us. Seb's already put a call out on social, I think, about that anyway. Love this hall of fame, idea, Ben. We're going to create an NC Show Hall of Listen Hall of Fame. Is genius, Ben. I said that's why you're on this show, Propo. We're still trying to work that out, but I think yeah. it's, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the prop best now. We love you, Propo. Brilliant work, fellas. We're out of dodge. We're back Monday. Me and I, Mike, uh, Asmir Begovic on the show next week
2: as well, right? Should be, yeah. Could be, should be. We need to work well, out. They beat Stoke in midweeks. So I'm not happy about it. So I don't know oh, if I want him on. Oh, <laughs> you oh, blocked his right. calls. Yeah, I blocked his I'll just do that, yeah, I just
1: do that as, as I normally do the midweek show on my own. <laughs> so we'll take care of that. And then of course, we're back next week for more FFS Edge Rush. Good luck if you're going to have action. Bitstairs is your crew. Uh, the gamble-aware.org. gamble GambleAware.org. See you next week, gang. Bye for now. Cheers, fellas. Bye-bye.